This is Pastor Troy. I hope you're doing well. We are wrapping up season two, but you know what that means? The best of season two. Here it comes. It's coming right at you in just a minute, but don't worry. We're in the studio. We're getting ready. We're getting things lined up, and very soon we'll be unveiling season three of On the Dock. In the meantime, you can go back, watch season one. Check it out. It is fantastic. It's not outdated. Go catch it. And now we're in season two, and get ready for this best of season two episode. G, go find us every Tuesday and Thursday broadcasts are going out. And I right, I had to really quickly take my glasses off because I've gotten to where I can't, I can't see the screen that's going out, but I can see stuff here better. I'm just caught in between. I don't want to get bifocals or too devastating, but regardless, you're at on the dock with my glasses or not with my glasses. It's .org every Tuesday and Thursday. We're all about conversations to propel your faith out of the shallows and in the deep. We're in the chairs. We're on the dock. We're getting ready to talk. It's going to be great. We're going to get you ready to get out there and get busy with God. You can find us at YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes, also on Google Play. Facebook, Roku, Rumble, and Sermonette. And we would love to have your conversation on our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Telegram, and Getter. But mostly, go like us on YouTube. Hit subscribe, like, notify. Also on Spotify and iTunes. Make those comments. Share it with others. Harass people. If they're not watching this show every Tuesday and Thursday and watching all the back episodes, they're just not very cool. So go check that out. Go to Patreon as well. Download the Patreon app. My Patreon, find on the dock, and you can be a partner with us. We have three levels of partnership. Let me make sure I get that right. I guessed that the other day. Yes, three, uh, four tiers of partnership, three levels of sponsorship. We would love to have you as a partner sponsor at On the Dock. Check that out at onthedock.org, and you can check out all of our links to our platforms, links to uh, my Patreon and all the other stuff there if you just can't figure it out. Email us at info at onthedock.org. Our executive producer, Donna Kranuski, would love to help you figure it out. So we've got a great show for you today. And on the set with me, I've got my incredible, handsome, I used to say lovely, but you can't say anymore. He's not really lovely. No. My, you would be my XY co-host. I, I just came back from Seattle and we were at Pike's rest and the Pike's thing. When you go to the bathroom, the, 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 let me just say this. I don't want to offend anybody, but too bad if I do, but, but the female restaurants have X X on it and the male restaurants restrooms have X Y. I'm, I'm not very smart in that area. So my son, who's, you know, doctor of pharmacy, as we went to the bathroom, I said, son, can you tell me which one I go into? He said, dad, you're the X Y. I said, well, of course I'm the X Y. So, so I said, where does your mom go? She said, She's double X. Don't say that about your mom, I said. But Ben, <laughs> I can tell from that beard, you're an X wire. Ben, welcome to the set again. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. We've also got mic'd up. He didn't get mic'd up in the last set, but we found him a mic. We drug it up out of the out of the bottom of the bucket. We got him on camera, on mic. Our techno wizard, our executive director, Lucas Winkler is. Hello, everybody. 
Yeah, the oh, guy, man, he can actually looks, hear me yeah. now. He looks yeah, we can hear you, can see you. But he's got a really bad mic, so go to my Patreon, four levels of partnership, three levels of sponsorship. We're trying to buy a mic for him. We'd love to have you. We even put Crown Brew's cup with water for Johnny on the set again. They have not... You, Crown Brew, you got to send us a sponsorship. We need the microphone. We're just kind of... This is a prophetic... We're laying this fleece out there. We need the money for mm. the next microphone. Thank you. We've got Lucas here, there in the house. There's Lucas. Lucas is incredible incredible face there there mug. yeah and make his mama proud his mom's a regular listener of the show we'll send her a coffee mug yeah they you carolyn you need to be a partner or sponsor and get your get your son a microphone here mm-hmm, yeah, come on mm-hmm. yeah there you go we're here for the worship leader of southern only series a on the dock season two super series yeah and we've got with us for our featured artists today johnny wyckoff of southern illinois christian rockin worship recording artist that's a mouthful right here on the set with us welcome to on the dock johnny good to have you here good to be here guys it's a i'm really privileged to be here man you man, i heard you in there doing your worship thing getting it on and uh guys at the end of this episode like we've been doing on all the worship leaders we will feature mr johnny wyckoff as we go out you'll catch out some worship with him did you get did you play with him today man i couldn't hear no him. just him just film he needs you he, he look I mean, at him. sometimes they come in here and Ben's like, I, I'll take over, but the, <laughs> you know what? I, mean? I got it. I got it. I offer but, to support. Did Lucas, did Lucas do anything? Y'all just shot camera. Yeah. Is he a one show wonder? Of course he is. I love that. He's a professional. This young man, he, I know he looks young, but this guy, I mean, I've been here 14 years. His family, he just comes from a musical family. We'll find out more about that, but he has grown up in ministry of the Lord. So he comes game ready. You think? Hundred percent. We'll find out how he does here, Johnny. Tell <laughs> us. Tell us where are you from? Gosh. Yeah. Where are you from? Tell us about. Yeah. It. So I mean, I was uh, born and raised Carbondale, Illinois. So that been pretty much been there my whole life. Yeah, and uh, you know, grew up in church. You know, um, yeah. So you've grown up in church. I know your family's pretty musical. I know your mom Trina. Yeah. I know she she's highly gifted. How long have you been been singing around the church scene? So, shortly after I started playing guitar, I uh, I started getting involved in uh, the youth band at my uh, ch- church I was attending. And you attend where now? I attend Southern Illinois Worship Center, recently renamed Purpose House. Um, what? So, yeah, that's we a, didn't know that. Know. Yeah, that's a no idea. That's gonna mess me up. It's gonna mess everybody up. It's gonna be no, like a I, deal for a while. Okay, <laughs> that's a dun, 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 dun. you got a news exclusive right here on the dock. Southern Illinois Worship Center has been renamed the what? Purpose House. The do you have to have just, a the? Just Purpose House. Just Purpose like House. Yeah. I kind of like it. Purpose House. It's a lot easier to say than Southern Illinois Worship Center too. Purpose so. House. Yeah, Joshua would always say, <laughs> Joshua, my son, my Joshua would always say, Dad, they did it on purpose. He was a purpose. Purpose. He had real hard that second P. Purpose. I usually say porpoise. Porpoise. Yeah, so it was por- a lot like that. So it's like a house on filled purpose. with dolphins. Dad, they did it to me on purpose. So, so they, okay, did they do this on purpose or did somebody just say you're a purpose house and it just stuck? No, yeah, it's, it's been on purpose, right? Uh, so on purpose, it was on purposely done in the back. It's been in the process, I'm pretty sure for a while. Golly, yeah. I didn't even, where am I at? I'm asleep or something. Yeah, and you know, you gotta yeah. get woke. So, so you're, you're, you're at Purpose House. That's where you go. That's your church family. You, you formerly Southern Only Worship Center. Yes. Now Purpose House. Yep. Golly, that's great. All right. So I got to work on that, but you're there. You've been involved in worship. You, you lead with the, do you lead with the regular worship platform as well? 
Yeah, so I am typically supporting it as a guitarist role. I see you jumping around yep. back there. I, I <laughs> yeah. saw you. I see, I've seen you a couple of videos and a couple of things. That I looked popping around back there. Sure. Got a little bit of movement back there. I love that. And and then you guys also have an outstanding youth worship team as well. Have you been a part of that in the past? And now, and yeah. The- so I used to I used to lead worship with that quite a bit. Um, not as much recently. I'm still part of the band and play um, and just as as needed. Yeah. Um, Do you have uh, your own ministry? It says recording artist. I know you're doing some of your own stuff, putting out. Tell us yeah. about your own work and what you're doing separately. Yeah, so um, you know I've been writing songs for a while now, and uh, God's given me songs. And uh, you know, worship is—I'm called to worship. I know that without a shadow of a doubt. And um, but you know, and playing music for God's glory—that's that's the big thing. And so that um, that has looked like leading uh, at like youth camps or for like uh, for some of the schools retreats and Christian schools retreats, or just going to churches and leading worship for whatever cool. they have. And, mm-hmm. Now, I'm, two years or, ago, I I I always the. Family Fun Day director for House of Hope. Like yeah. The year ago, not this last one, but a year ago, your band was a part of that, featured that day. Well, what was your band called? Uh, it was, uh, at the time, it was with Towards Tomorrow. That was like, yeah. that was the group. Um, now, we're, it's I'm doing more solo stuff. More solo with, stuff. But, but my band's still with me. But the band that you were, but the band you're with, you were doing, what did they define the music as? Because I remember <laughs> when, when, I remember when uh, uh, she told me from, from uh, Lori from Life Christian, uh, I, I get Life Christian. I got you got me all blown up with the purpose. CLC, CLC, Christian Life Church. I'm just scared about every name I use now. It could be purpose, Por- you know, porpoise, porpoise, porpoise. But, but Lori books her stuff, and she says, "Well, yeah. I booked this one." She didn't tell me your name it right off the bat. I got sure. it later because I, I I know your family and stuff. So she said, "And what what was the genre of the music you were doing then?" It's uh, it's definitely more Christian rock stuff, and that's. No, she was scarier oh. than that. She gave a scarier definition. Oh, it's like heavy, metal, heavy yeah. metal. She's still like Christian metal. heavy metal. No, we verge on the line. We I do know. Verge on the line. It's a good she said, line to she verge said it's like, ah! you know, yeah, like I don't stuff. scream. But no, no, you don't scream but, at all. You can say, I do like some good screams. No, no, I love no, some good no screams. but she said, she, she said, Pastor, we got, I got a Christian heavy metal group at the end of the day, and at, at, at the middle of the day, day I thought, well, this is going to be interesting. Yeah. You know, we have bluegrass that day. We have all the church stuff. We have rap. We have rap. We had rap. We had rap. No, 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 no. We love it all, and, and then then my then I saw that you were on the list, and I shared with my wife, and my wife got excited because she's heard your music other yeah. places out of the park and with Josh and different groups yeah. you connected with, and best of this is gonna be really good. So I remember popping in to listen to, it, yeah. and people were jamming in the room, yeah. and gosh, I mean you could un- you could understand the lyrics; it wasn't that bad. Come on, and it was kicking. So I, I love the fact that Family Fun Day we've had some great variety of stuff, yeah, and absolutely. you really enhance that. So so Thank the you. music you're doing now in your solo stuff is it that style still so, or a mixture so it's it's really a mixture um this first this first like album is going to be it's it has it's like ccm but it definitely has a rock edge to it okay you prom- okay on your facebook yes help me with this yep you promised an album yes was that promise for september coming up you know that was time was september then um but some things kind of okay pushed I, back a okay, little bit that, that's um, what i wanted to take yeah. an issue with you yeah because I, I went back yeah, I and a, yeah, I know I, I look your market. You're, look, you're young. You're getting your your whole label started, yeah. and yeah. you're doing a good job. But you got to work on your people. You're going to have to discipline your people. Now yeah. I know that's probably you. I've been there. I do that. This show has you know we got we're a big brand. We have a huge marketing department. It consists of me, Lucas, Ben, well, and Donna. So and mostly it's my fault. So but. <laughs> I saw where you gave this thing like, I'm going to drop this album in September, in August. I thought, that's cool. I can't wait. So I kept digging through the stuff. And then I got your Christmas stuff, yeah. that Christmas piece, which was fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. So Thank I you. was starting to ask, was that what you were going to drop? 
or is there more? So what I was going to drop is actually um, actually one of the songs I uh, filmed earlier with uh, with the guys here is one of the songs that's me on the album. And so the Christmas was just something. Exclusive. I'm putting the Christmas up. I yep. actually have it. Yeah. So okay. okay that, now we're, we're not in the Christmas season here, but you never know when we rerun the show, it could be in the Christmas season. Sure. So if your sales start going up sometime, just, I mean, they just go off the crazy chart. Yeah. It's because on the dock is rerunning you in the that. holiday season. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like since we're Christians, we're always in the Christmas season, right? Yeah. We mm. should always be go. Christmas around there the year. Go. Yeah. I'll yeah. preach. So it'll reach So if you're listening and you're hearing this link to Johnny, make sure you don't forget that we need a microphone for Lucas. Okay. So we just want to say that, but so I saw you put this out. I thought, well, maybe that's the development of that yeah. album, yeah. but you're saying there's a whole nother album yeah, in the world. It's already done. Uh, I have the files just kind of figuring out. And right now I'm, I'm putting the stages of getting everything in line for an actual Okay. Release. I'm not picking on you at all. I don't yeah. know who's handling this for you, but I just want to be a good, I want to be a good, you know, front man. I, I'm trying to get back to the right graphic here. I want to be a good front man. Your problem is you need to have Lucas's pr company <clears throat> producing this because it would already oh, be yeah. out. He would not have missed the deadline. So that's your first really, thing. You know, that was a really so, good play. Yeah. Did you like that? Yeah, that was nice. yeah. Slid that right in. Yeah, yeah. Lucas Winkler Productions, his team. What's your production team? Um, my company call is called Produce Perform. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. See, that's Cheap why we plug. Let me just tell you, we we shot another worship leader like this last week and had to throw his shows up on Tuesday, and they're already up and going, and they're so hot. Because we have Lucas Winkler doing the production. Yeah. Hey, so, Lucas knows he knows what he's doing, man. Yeah, I know. So Solid. I'm not giving you a hard time. I know maybe you don't have the budget for him. He's very expensive. He's ridiculous, you know. But but, <laughs> but he, I think I've heard rumor that some of his works up for maybe a Grammy or something. Maybe. Yeah, I heard yeah. that. No, yeah, I heard that. Just yeah. now, yeah. I heard that. Just now, I'm starting that rumor. <laughs> you know, does does anybody here vote in the Grammys? Any of y'all get a vote? No. If somebody on the dot gets to vote, would you throw a nomination in first just so you don't look like I think it, I think the whole okay, thing is okay. Okay, so so now by the time this is out, I'll be able to say this anyway. What's that? Um, instead of the Grammys, I am starting my own music awards show. Oh yes. So screw the Grammys. Uh, the Lucases. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so so you, you you're working on an album. That there's going to be something come out. If yep. people just go back to uh, your whole Johnny Wyckoff music on Facebook, if they just watch there, they're going to watch that develop and be able to link yes, to it. Absolutely. Yeah. And yes. you got music on Spotify and music and YouTube. So go yep. find all your stuff there. Yep. So that, that's really cool. So, okay. I get the biggest question we get for people like yourself, especially when they're young and you, you know, you got all your teeth and you look great. Are you married or single? Single. Oh, okay. hello ladies. <laughs> you got a young man here, guys. It's Southern <laughs> Illinois. I mean, the pick and slim. Did oh, you finish man. school? Yeah. Were you homeschooled or you go to regular school? Uh, actually, I went to Agape Christian High School. Oh, right here. Uh, yeah, right he's in a, this building. He's a Christian school boy. You know, he can play. He has all of his fingers. I think he's a great catch. Oh, man. Look out. Look out. Check him out at Johnny Wyckoff Music. Has the bar really gotten that low? No. It, well, <laughs> we got. it was a lot lower than we got Ben off the market. Oh. We're much better right now. Oh, I, used yeah. to have, I used to have sound effects. We don't have sound effects anymore. So, so. Why not? Oh, I know. Oh, there we go. God. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank All right. So, so tell us a little bit about your faith in Christ. Yeah. Were you born a Christian because your 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 parents forced you into Christianity and you 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 stayed at the Purpose Church so long that you just have no other mantra? Or was there some point in time your parents' faith and your childhood faith where you made some sort of intentional decision to say, "This is my faith." And and between that time. Did you go off someplace and cut yourself and do bad things? And or, or have you, have, was this a natural step? Just tell us how you got saved. Yeah. Yeah. So 
I mean, I grew up in church, like I said, all my life. Yeah. You know, I, I, around it, but I mean, you know, nothing really. Christian school, you yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't really till summer of seventh grade, and it all just clicked for some reason. Did you shoot heroin at any point in time? Did no, you? No, I, I really didn't. I was actually, I was fortunate enough to not have to go through did that. Did you shotgun beers? Did you, did you get tattoos that your mom doesn't know about? Is there anything uh, you can unveil here <laughs> that will cause people to go, whoa? No. Uh, <laughs> did you do anything bad? Did you jaywalk? I, I, I still jaywalk. Okay, I love to jaywalk. Jay, that's not a real law. No, but I, 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 I love jaywalk. I've been here for 14 years. I, I've been here for 14 years. I've seen you around when you were much younger. Yeah. I, I've seen you. I've, I've never seen anything. I've never heard anything bad about you. I haven't anybody said, you got to look out for that kid. I mean, my, listen, on a side note, uh, my, my granddaughter Addison had her first dance date last night. Oh, yeah. In Memphis, she had her first dance date. Yes. I got right. pictures and stuff. I'll show it to you later. But all that. And it was on the feed. They put it out on the feed, you know, and then finally, the, you know, the young man came to pick her up. Sure. You know, she's like fifth, sixth grade. This fifth, this is young stuff. Okay. okay. Yeah. Young stuff. So, so Caleb chams in. I love it. He says, you know, mm. let me know what his address is. We'll take care of things. And oh I say, God. he's a fine looking young man. Let's just cut his wrists. Let's just cut his hands off at his wrist. We'll stick him in ice. He seems like a fine young man. If he doesn't do anything, we, they can surgically reattach him when he gets home, you know, and, yeah, and yeah. We, we had this good. long conversation going on among all the Benetton males about how we were going to maim this poor young man. And, uh, Gosh. so, so all the women in our family are rolling their eyes with their, with their memes and stuff. You know, we're a tough bunch. I never heard anything bad like you. We wouldn't have had to, I don't think we would have threatened to cut your wrist off or anything like that. You know, I'm glad cause I need these. You need, no, 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 no. And we thought this is a good young, man. I'm this kidding. is the first time we've ever thought to do this and put them on ice so they could be reattached naturally. That was because he looked like a good least, young, no, he looked right? like a good young man. I mean, well, what you could do with the nub is just put like a big glass, um, a glass tube over it, and yeah. then just play nothing but slide guitar. Slide guitar, yeah. So, so you've, but I mean, I mean, where? We what we've had, we have had several worship leaders on here that have grown up, grown up in church. Yeah, mm -hmm. almost all of them though could articulate a time where where their faith moved beyond their parents or their yes. families and became. Tell us a little bit about that journey. Yeah, for you. so I mean, really, in essence, it was seventh grade where. I just realized that hey, God really does love me. He, God really does have a better, you know, you know, it all really clicked. Everything I've heard all my life growing up, it clicked. And, and I accepted Christ as my savior. You know, that's what I say, you know, for real. Right. Right. Um, and things started changing. I was kind of, I kind of was, I was like pretty violent and kind of like, and like, and, like, and like, not like crazy, but like, you know, and like I was, I could be a little mean to people. And I noticed I started changing and like I, people I would normally be mean to or wouldn't be kind to, I would I wouldn't be that way anymore. And so that started to change. And I was able to start seeing those things. And then in high school, my, my relationship just got deepened. Um, and even going, even going back just, you know, through things in life that have been struggles, God's been a rock. Um, and even things in the last couple of years that have been very difficult for me. Um, I could say that the song, Christ is my firm foundation, the rock on which I stand. That song for me was, is really been an echo of, um, that's that's who I am. I am a child of God. I am loved. I am called. I am anointed. I am chosen. You know, there is a plan. And, you know, I trust God's plan. And that's really, it's been a big thing for me. You know, you already, like, like the song even goes, the rain fell, um, you know, when the waters come over and, you know, but my, my hope is found in you. And that has been my creed really lately, especially the last couple of years, because things have been crazy in life some. Oh, so, yeah. You grow you as a young man in your time frame. You've grown up in the most stretching time that I've ever seen. So I've been in ministry now for 35, 36 years. I'm 56 years old. The world. I saw a lot of what we're challenging in the woke church, and a lot of the difficult issues are hitting the church now. We, yeah. we, we we're not gonna get political on this, but but 
I saw this happening in 1989-90 when I was in seminary. Mm. Uh, you could see the, the fringe challenging the church, and they were the fringe. And the fringe got mad, and they kind of went off, and they formed other churches. They, they couldn't take down the church at that time, but they were significant. And I've watched over, mm. the, over about 20 years. They kept fighting, and they gained ground, and they gained ground. But about 10 years ago, they became in. And in the last five years, we that have an orthodox faith in Christ that have a, a concept of, of, of a biblical foundation sure. in the last five years have moved to the outside. And now in the last 24 months, we're becoming ultra, almost extremist. Yeah. And, and we're almost equivalent now of a Taliban, of a Christian Taliban right now. And so it's unbelievable just in the 10 years what's happened, 35, 10, five and two. And I'm just going to tell you that I think just even in the next 24 months, it, it what it'll take to be a, a, a Bible believing, uh, worship loving, uh, firm foundation. I am a child of God. Christian is going to require Kevlar fiber for faith. Mm, it's interesting. Cause yeah. that's even something at church has been a big thing. It's like, Hey guys, it's, you know, now's the time to know and make you calling an election. Sure. Being solid and right. being, cause you know, it's not going to get easier. Well, I, I, there's an article, and we, we won't get heavily political on this, but but there's an article yesterday that came out, and I'm I, I'm not I don't want to date the show, but we're we're taping this in in the winter months of 2023. Um, there's, it's crazy. I, I showed it to my wife, and it's Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Florida, mm -hmm. First Baptist Church, the big First Baptist Church, you know, with the columns and all that stuff. Okay. First Baptist Church. They came out with an article that stated that our church affirms that men are men and women are women and that marriage is a, is a biblical action between a man and a woman. And we believe that that is God's desire and holy union. Sure. And they voted on it as a church and they passed it unanimously as a church and then have made it a part of their membership covenant and required all members to sign off acknowledging <clears throat> that that was their stance as a church. It made, Smart news. Now, if you know anything about smart news, smart news is not necessarily smart news. Smart news is the system out there re-engineering us. It's it's very um, what's the word propagandist. So it's very it represents the world. And so smart news puts it out there. It's like, oh my God, this church just voted that men are men and women are women and, and marriage should between, be between a man and a woman. And they're making their members sign it. And if they don't sign it. They're asking them to leave. Yeah, it's hateful. <laughs> and, and, and 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 the article comes out like this is a hate crime. This church <laughs> needs to be ended. And I'm thinking we put that in our constitution when I got here, like like 14 years ago. And we got the we've had the marriage thing in it before my time. We already have that statement. It's already a part of who we are. We're not voting on it. We already agree with that. But this one church just made a stand out there, and they're getting obliterated as of yesterday on it. Mm. Just for simply standing for what the Bible says. Yeah. You're going to grow up in a time over these next years as you release this music, you're going to be playing worship to people that are caught in this torrent of, well, let me just use your church's new brand. What is my purpose in life? Yeah. Who, 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 who am I as a, if I'm going to be a child of God, what does that mean? What is the first, it doesn't feel like there's a, for me, okay, I have to be honest with you. I thought the church to do what they did was stupid. Why did they need to do something they already believed? Well, they were trying to make a statement to hold the line. Now they just got the whole magnifying glass on them now. So God bless them. I pray for them that way. I don't think it's stupid. I mean, I mean, 
it's stupid that we have to declare what we should already be doing just for a Bible that we already have. I don't understand yeah. why it takes an act of Congress by a church to declare we're going to follow the word of God, but we're in a day and age where churches are having to define their purpose. Yeah. You know, and people are demanding it. And then there, some, some churches are choosing to be very silent on things like that and just say, Oh, we're just worshiping, you know, just, just turn up the volume of the worship. Don't ask questions. You know, there, you know, the wizard of Oz, you know, there, there, there's nobody behind the curtain. And some churches are coming out and saying, "Hey, we're going to be that place of firm foundation." What does it feel like for you as you at, at your age? I mean, we're going to give this a lot more in, in three, but I think you live in a unique time. Yeah, you've seen all this. How are you? How are you feel? How are people your age feeling about this? People you're leading worship to. What What are they wanting out of it? I think people want something real. I, I think it's well said. You know, but I, what is real today? The firm foundation. What you're talking about for us is God and God's purpose. And I mean, it's the realest thing in the world because before all this, it was him. After yeah. all this, it'll be him. Yeah. So everything real is anchored in him. Mm -hmm. But I mean, since the devil in the garden, there's always been an attempt to sell the smell of that pie. If you just mm -hmm. eat this fruit and bake that pie, you can have this, you know, instead there's always been that attempt to switch it. You know, we can always have it the way we want it. Mm -hmm. You know, to be rooted and grounded, to be grounded in that real thing. I think that's really the question. We'll, we'll get, I, I yeah. didn't mean to get yeah. deep on you're, you early. I, I didn't mean to. <laughs> I'm just saying you, I, I'm just thinking about somebody your age with your gifts and your calling. You're in a, you're in a time where you're going to be speaking to people. I, I'm an older pastor. They'll hear me and they go, oh, it's kind of like Charlie Brown. Wah, 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 wah. They, they hear some adult talking, but, but you're in their groove. Ben's kind of in the groove, but he's starting to slide out of the groove because he's got kids now. Lucas, well, he's still in the groove, but just almost out of the groove. But you're in the groove. You're in that group that's caught in this tempest. And I think worship may be the only way to get people out. Mm. It may be the only way to get people to pause to hear God. And worship is powerful, especially even, you know, like obviously worship is way bigger than music. But like something about worship, right, is it's a deliberate, like it's a deliberate act of acknowledgement of of God and mm -hmm. letting your mind let the music penetrate your heart, right? That's that's what right. music music able to penetrate your heart and those lyrics and those words. If those are really able to hear that connection between those things, and you know, really allow yourself to be open to what God to God may want to do in that moment for you, absolutely, or what what you know you need to express to the Lord, and really that that brings a lot of healing. That can bring a lot of purpose, right. and that those moments like that I think are really important to allow us for all it, of us to have. What's cool know. is I see what you're doing in music, and I see you're trying to take on a whole music kind of working on, on a putting out your own music and kind of connecting with an audience. I see that with Daniel Lopez and the teams, all the people behind Cedar Sessions. I've yeah. seen that with Josh and the work that he he's done in the past with what he's doing at Kingdom Collective. I see a whole cadre of young leaders in the church like yourself trying to connect people to the heart of worship. Worship is bigger than music. It's, it's about yeah. getting connected. And I see a fresh wave of that rising up in the midst of this, but, but let me just tell you the, the the challenge is great, but our God is greater. Amen. Absolutely. But I see I, I'm I'm refreshed. I hope people will hear me. The reason Johnny's in the room, just like when we had uh, when you see watch Daniel Lopez's, is you've got this movement. There's a movement in the foot soldiers of God amongst his worship leaders here in Southern Illinois that's I think unique. I don't think it's unique to the whole country, but but it's uniquely there's movement taking place. Absolutely. And where you think things are lost, they're not really lost. There's an undercurrent. There's a rebellion taking place. You know, there's a pushback. And there are people that are looking for a firm foundation to get their feet back on. Mm -hmm. And to be honest with you, people in my generation have, have mucked it up. 
we've confused it, you know, we've let it slide, and, and now we're caught in it. So I th- for you, let, let's get at the heart of yeah. this first theme. For you, what is that heart of worship for you? When you're leading worship, when you're doing worship, for you, what is the heart and purpose of worship in your life? You know, um, honestly, I would just like to reference just a quick scripture because honestly, this has been no, that's good. This has been a uh, this has been something that's for me is a reminder of why I worship. Um, it's Psalm 40. Um, so I'll start with verse one. It's I waited patiently for the Lord to help me, and He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the pit of despair, out of the muck and the mire. He set my feet on solid ground and steadied me as I walked along. He has given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see what he has done and be amazed, and they will put their trust in the Lord. Wow. Out of the muck. Out of the muck and the mire. And a new song. A new song. And many will see what he's done. But if you think about the muck, I know you've mentioned Firm Foundation. We, we don't we know each other, but we don't know each other as well yeah, as that. Sure. Ben can tell you, if you, if you know what my favorite song, my two funeral songs, they're on my wall down there. It is well with my soul mm. and on Christ the solid rock. So my whole life is built on the concept of making sure it's well and making sure that you're building on the rock. Mm-hmm. Firm foundation, firm foundation. So when you said firm foundation, I, I could resonate with that. Yeah. When, when you say out of the muck, I hear out of the sand. Yeah. I hear out of the unstable. I hear out of the world, out of the wokeness or whatever. And I hear a new song, that new song being, you know, rooted and grounded in God in a relationship. Yeah, that's really cool. Psalm 40, that's verse one through uh, one through four, or one through five, one through five. Check that out, guys. Psalm 40, one through five. Good, yeah. good, 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 good core. So for you out of the muck, yeah. God giving you a new song. What 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 else for you uh, kind of speaks to that heart? You know, I think honestly, just this is one of the core. This is the core of Christianity of knowing, hey, you know, I was not going in a good direction, you know, without Christ. I wasn't be separated with him, separated from him forever. And, you know, when you make the decision to believe in Christ and accept his blood, his love, and he saved you from, from a separation without, without him. And that's mm-hmm. nothing he wants for anyone. And so that alone is like, that is, that is, if God did nothing else for me, if we, if we really understand that, I think that, that changes everything. Yeah. If we really can understand what he really saved us, you know, what we can understand of what he saved us from. Yeah. Um, he pulls us out of the, I just had an image there. I mean, it's terrible. You, when you're talking about that, I just, I began to see things and, and I, my age kicks, kicks in when I was a little boy. I, I remember watching a lot of black and white and then they kind of became color shows. Yeah. And one of those was the old Tarzans. If you ever get a chance to go on TV land and watch like old Tarzans, okay. like really old Tarzans, you know, and, and every, almost every other episode, Tarzan would have somebody or something fall in the quicksand. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and if they fell in the quicksand in the jungle, they had to get a hold of something or be lifted out or pulled out. And the mire of that would just begin to pull you down. And eventually, you know, you're gone. And, and, the, and the quicksand always looks like just dirt you can run across or field you can run across. And when you step into it, you just lose everything. And my image mm-hmm. of that is, is, is that that muck, there's a lot of quicksand in our lives, in our world today. Yeah. A lot of things you can get into that look on the surface like it would be safe or fine. It's just another choice or another path. But the next thing you know, you're in there. There's, a, I think there's a lot of people today that are just caught in stuff and they don't really know which way to go to get out because when you look at the top level of quicksand, you're really not sure which way to swim either because everything yeah. looks like it could be land, but you could just be getting deeper and deeper in. What's it going to take to help people find something 
to set their mark on to get out, to pull out, to lift up, to to know the right path. How do you, how did you how do you how did that form in your life? Because it would be easy for somebody like your age. You grew up in the church, began to be skeptical of the church, and next thing you know, you're out here doing other things. But you've been able to be in the church and form your own faith in the church and really pull yourself out. What have been some of your moorings to kind of keep you right? I'd say having really solid people. Now, not everybody, I realize not everybody has solid people of faith that they can talk to about things. Um, I encourage you to, you know, to look, definitely find people like that in your life. But, you know, even simply like having those verses that you read and like, hey, that sets your mind right where it needs to be. Um, and having those moments of like just refreshing, even if it's at night or whenever it is, and having moments to refresh and to put your mind back where it needs to be because our minds can wander, our minds can go astray, and our hearts can go astray. And so if we're able to focus our minds back on the on the word and what we know is true, right? We, we have because we have to believe, you know, this is 100 percent true, right. um, and we know that without but, understanding. You don't have to yeah. understand all. Yeah, 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 yeah. I tell people that all the time. I said I don't understand. I got all kinds of advanced degrees. I don't understand a lot of that. Oh, I've yeah. got things I yeah. want to ask him about when I get in line up in heaven. But I trust the fact that his word is true. Yeah. And if it says obey, do it. If it says command, do it. I understand, but not all of it do I have comprehension of. How do you comprehend everything of God? So sometimes you just have to trust and obey. There is no other way to be happy with Jesus than trust and obey. That's an old hymn song. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those songs that we don't sing anymore because nobody likes the concept of trust and obey. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't want it in marriage. They don't want it in a song. They they, they, they don't want it in anything. I was just, I'm going to preach a sermon tomorrow that's going to use uh, something. I preached on in 1992. I'm going to share parts of it. Mm -hmm. And, and, and they were scrubbing the hymnal of the Methodist Church in 92. And things they were taking out were words like obey, submission, serve, yeah. sin, blood, conviction, repentance. They were trying to remove these words from the mm-hmm. hymnal. from the, And they even changed the Bibles to the New Revised Standard and kind of dulled down most of those words in it. Mm-hmm. And the reason was, was those words are patriarchal and misogynistic. And so we got to take these words out of here and kind of, they were at the time saying, feminize the Bible. Now they would say neutralize the Bible. But... In doing so, they, they, they used justification for that. And in doing so, people began to read a future Bible, began to sing hymns that had no no reality in them yeah. and, 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 and no consequences. And so they kept running. And so you're so far out into the mire now, now you're in the quicksand. You're deep in it. And the thing is, like, you know, sin does have consequences, right? And that is something we do have to remember. I mean, God God forgives us. He, he guides us out. He has, he has a plan for us regardless, and it's good, you know, but... It does have consequences. Something, something I heard somebody say um, was it was sin is uh, something that was, I heard. It was sin is a uh, is like substitute joy. I thought that was very interesting. Oh wow! I thought that was really fascinating. I'm like, huh? A lot of times you can you can you can put it back to that. Not you know. And, and so it was interesting. Sin, sin will cost you. Far, there's an old hymn that said sin will cost or gospel hymn. Sin will cost you far more than you want to pay. Slowly but surely, taking control all the way, something yeah. like that. And, and, and that is so true. It, it has consequences. And what you're talking about is, is getting solid people in your life, getting yourself recalibrated daily. So daily. that so yeah. daily, so just stay, and we push that a lot around here in our ministry is, is having a daily reading time, a daily walk, a yeah. daily quiet time. And you don't have to read the whole Bible every day. You just have to read a piece of it every day because every piece can speak to you. And just the, 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 the culmination of pieces will begin to lead you. And so it's important to have that quiet time as we wrap up this segment yeah. and we'll, we'll get into the next one. And we're going to hear a great piece about a great worship piece by you going out. But 
what are a couple things you would recommend to young worshipers, new people in Christ, people out there? What are some things that they need to uh, have ready so as they come to worship, mm. as, they, as they get ready to enter into a worship experience? What are things that people need to do to prepare their hearts to get connected? What are some of those early things that you could advise? I'd say, you know, honestly, just talk to God and say, Lord, I want you to, to do what you want, Jay. You know, just having an open heart. Having an open heart, saying, hey, I'm going to be intentional. And a big thing I'd say is if you're having a crappy day, give it all you got anyway. Because that that is some of the most breakthrough moments sometimes. Even to myself personally, man, I felt like crap today. I felt like I did not feel good. I did not really feel like, you know, even I felt just, you know, really down. And like, I'm, I'm going to worship anyway. I'm going to praise. praise. And guess what? My, my countenance changed. My, and, it, and also just worshiping God in those moments that you don't feel like worshiping God. Because that's really... A lot of things we in That's life. a real sacrifice. That's where the it's, real that's worship is. That's a sacrifice is. of worship. And right? that's the proof that he's first in your life. I love that. Open heart. You're saying kind of get yourself ready up front. I Almost like pre-covenant. God, I'm here. I, I want to be here. Kind of declaration. Yes. That, that, I, that you're first. My bad day and all, you're first. Yeah. And I love that. Crappy day, give it more. <laughs> Step on the pedal a little bit. Yeah. No, I, I think those are really good. I haven't, I mean, that, those are a little bit unique. We haven't, hadn't gotten that set mm-hmm. completely. But I think most of our people have kind of shared that we need to get open and we get real. Yeah. But I really like that about the pressing in because in our day right now, there are a lot of crappy news days. There are a lot of bad information days. There, there. I yeah. turned on yesterday, and you know, in my hometown. You know, I grew up in Memphis. You know, they're they're struggling in Memphis over over the police again, and and riots here. And oh, yeah. you can flip over to this channel, and then this town's in trouble. And this town, you know, St. Louis is the first or second most dangerous city in the United States right now. Yeah. That's where I have to go to the airport. You know, so so all around us is muck and mire. But what you're saying is is God's available even in the muck and mire. We just got to kind of connect our heart to Him. So Absolutely, that's very good. Hey guys, it's been great. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna jump out of this here, and we're gonna go a lot deeper. Johnny's gonna give you some keys to how he kind of builds his music ministry. So check this out. We're going to be back in the second part of this. Uh, we're going to be back in Worship Leader Southern Illinois featuring Johnny Wyckoff. We're going to go much deeper, Ben. We're going to get we're going to get we're going to pull the lid off him, and we're going to get in there. And we're going to check him out. And if you, if you don't want to find out more about him and you're just like a single Christian woman here, there, there you go. There you go. He's available. Go to Johnny Wyckoff Music. Find out more about him. Message him and all kind of stuff. Become a groupie and follow him. Uh, he's got, no, no. Hey, I mean, I'm just trying to, just to he didn't pay okay. for that. He's just red as a red. It goes with his gold. But he's a fine young man. And uh, if the kingdom could be could just be popular with a lot more of you guys. We're going to have a real good chance. I'm excited about some of the young, amazing worship leaders like yourself out there doing great things for God. So I'm excited about that. So check us out on the doc.org. Uh, we'd love to have you check out this episode and find out what we're going to do to him in the next one. Go to on the doc.org, all of our platforms, email us at info at on the doc.org, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes is where you can find us. Go find those places. Make sure you go, Hey Johnny, make sure you go to YouTube and subscribe, hit like to On The Doc so you know when your show comes out. I can do that. You got to do, do that. that. Yeah, and check out the other guys <laughs> that did the Worship yeah. Leaders because there's Excited. nine of these guys that have spoken in this Worship Leader Southern Noise series. You can find all those at YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. You can also go to Google Play, Facebook, Roku, Rumble, and SermonNet. Lucas, I actually like Google Play. I use Google Podcast Play a lot. I really like it. It's easy to use on my phone. But once you find it, hit subscribe, like, notify, share things about it, and we'd love to have you as a partner or sponsor. Four ways to partner, three ways to sponsorship, and we'd love to have you. Go to my Patreon, find On The Doc, and we will be glad to communicate with you that process. And I guess we always promote the church that we're with. Johnny goes to 
formerly Southern Illinois Worship Center, now Purpose Church. Purpose House. Purpose House. Oh, Ooh, you were close. You got Gosh, to I got you there. Purpose House. Just think about Purpose dolphins. House. Think about it's like the Potter's House, but Purpose House. There you go. I like that. So, I, so go to it Purpose is not House. not like the Potter's House. No, it's not like the Potter's House. <laughs> no, but, no but. it's different. It's like, hey, there's stuff happening. They've got great worship. I'm, I'm telling you right now, they go check it out. Jason would love to have you there. And, uh, and you, when you can see Johnny say you saw him in on the dock. What time are you guys doing services now? 10 a.m. 10 a.m. One big service. One big service In the new now. Super Worship Center. Check that out at Purpose House. Do you already have your websites up and stuff like that? For a Purpose House? Huh? I think it's. I don't think it's changed yet. I think it's still like SIW okay. Center. Check that out. So. We'd love to have you at, at Community Faith Church. We do Wednesday, 630, Sundays at 10 o'clock, one service. Go to coftv.com to find out about that. Or you can always email us to get information on either of the churches. We have no problem plugging theirs as well. We love what they do. So join us at On the Dock. I'm Pastor Troy. We'll be back and check out this great worship piece by Johnny Wyckoff. Go to Johnny Wyckoff Music and check it out. We'll see you back soon. I'm Pastor Troy, and we're On the Dock. Trust in you and your great 
plan I choose to hope and trust in you And your great plan I choose to hope and trust in you And your great plan I choose to hope and trust in you And your great plan I see lies being changed every day by your grace and I see life in a very different way by your grace and I see life being changed every day by your grace and I see life in a very different way by your grace I choose to love and see the truth your great plan I choose to hope and trust in you and your great 